KDOW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, bro! This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Happy Mean Girls Day. If you know, you know. If you don't, don't worry. That's going to be the only reference to that movie today on the program. We'll just move right along and talk a whole bunch of uh, college football, maybe a little baseball today. Of course, it's a Monday, so we got two hours ahead where we will primarily recap the weekend. But, hey, a lot of fun things to recap. So I'm all about it. I hope you are, too. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Workday Red Zone. Always appreciate you tuning in. On the Ticket Radio Network, we are, of course, all over your radio dial. 95.3, KBR. I KBRI, KDA 970 AM. And then, of course, uh, you can find us online as well. 953theticket.com is one place to head. And then uh, you can also find us on the TuneIn app. Just get that downloaded to your smartphone, search KDA, and that's all you got to do. If you want to shout at us today, that's also pretty easy. 870 is the number to call. Uh, right there on the Right Fiber Hotline. And then in addition to that, you can shout at us on social. Got the KavanaughCars.com question posted for you on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can also search for the hashtag WDRZ or you can shout at us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio. That's it for the intro. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. So after he watched a whole lot of football this weekend in person. Yes, Ready to? Uh, yeah, I had two things that never happened before in my life. Number one, I saw three games in less than twenty-four hours, which I've never done. That's a lot. Number two, I got stung by a bee at a football game, which has never happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. That's yeah, actually it not, was. Um, it was not great. Obviously, you're not allergic to bees. No, I mean okay, it, it was. So it, it was fine after about thirty minutes or so, but it did sting the rest of the day. Okay, well, I'm glad you have recovered. <laughs> I'm glad you're here with us today. Uh, because again, we've got uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Let's hit you with some news and notes before we throw out that KavanaughCars.com question. Of course, we'll start with Arkansas State as the streak continues, thanks in part to an electric night by Johnny Lang Jr. He propelled A-State football to a 45-28 homecoming victory over ULM. That was Saturday night at Centennial Bank Stadium. He racked up 254 all-purpose yards and became just the third player in Sunbelt history to score a rushing, receiving, and kickoff return touchdown all in the same game. The uh, A-State winning streak now against the Warhawks is up to 13 games. And looking at this season, the Red Wolves are 2-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in Sunbelt Conference play. Meanwhile, looking at Fayetteville, the Arkansas Razorbacks rallied in the third quarter to get within five points of second-ranked Alabama, but... The Crimson Tide pulled away in the final frame to win 49-26. Rocket Sanders ran for 101 yards and a touchdown. The Hogs fall to 3-2 and two overall. They are 1-2 and two in the SEC. And yesterday afternoon, despite an emotional 
Uh, regular season send-off for Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. The Cardinals lost to the Pirates 7-5. St. Louis going to wrap up its regular season with a series in Pittsburgh. It starts tonight, 5-35 is your first pitch time on 95-9. The Wolf. All of those uh, subjects we'll try and talk about throughout the course of today's show. But uh, we'll start with A-State and we'll start with an A-State question. What did you learn about A-State football from the week one week five, excuse me, went over ULM. That's our KavanaughCars.com question. Uh, as far as how it unfolded, you know, flashing back to Saturday night at Centennial Bank Stadium. Arkansas State was able to get on the board first, and the first player that was able to get into the end zone was Tavalence Hunt. Uh, wild what some healthier wide receivers will do for a team in terms of um, the the options on offense. And we'll talk more about that later. But uh, that was uh, halfway through the first quarter. Again, A-State struck first. ULM did not waste very much time in answering as uh, the A-State defense did a very good job in terms of corralling explosive plays throughout the course of the day. But they did give up one big one. And it was a 58-yard touchdown pass from Chandler Rogers to Luke, and that tied it up. Uh, Dominic Zavada was able to get A-State back on top before the first quarter ended as he made a 46-yard field goal and uh, remained perfect so far in terms of the start to his college football career. Has not missed a field goal, has not missed a point after try so far through five games. Now, ULM did take the lead in this game, and they were able to do that Early on in the second quarter, uh, if I'm recalling correctly, they had a couple of good Chandler Rogers runs on their drive to start the second quarter that that got them deep into the red zone. And so they were able to actually score there on a Chandler Rogers touchdown pass and go up 14-10. to 10. And about the time you started to maybe get a little bit of an uneasy feeling in your stomach, that's when we started to see Arkansas State answer a little bit strongly uh, halfway through the second quarter you saw that absolutely untouched Brian Sneed run as uh, he found a huge hole in the line and scampered to the left completely untouched to get into the corner of the end zone so that was a 13-yard touchdown run and then uh, before the first half wrapped up we saw the first of what would eventually be three Johnny Lang touchdowns his first touchdown on the night was an 18-yard reception from James Blackman that put A-State up by 10, 24-14. A-State started the third quarter uh, by uh, strong enough there and, and was able to get in uh, to the end zone with 8.32 left on the clock. And it was, again, Johnny Lang. It was a one-yard touchdown rush. So a lot of good things happened on that drive. One, it was a lengthy drive, too, when A-State has those, you know, goal line situations where – there's one yard, two yards they need, and everybody in the stadium knows they're going to run the football. Can they have success? Well, they did on that Johnny Lang run. So it's 31 to 14. Eight and a half minutes left in the third quarter. And the next drive, ULM scores, cuts the deficit to 10. And I don't know if anybody in the stadium had any kind of an uneasy oh no feeling after the way that that A-State has fared down the stretch or or if you're just kind of I don't know if there's any uneasiness or not but if there was that uneasiness lasted less than 15 seconds because Johnny Lang took the next 
kickoff, 98 yards to the house and got a very spirited go, Johnny, go from voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz on the call because yeah. how could he not? Uh, you know, special teams has been so strong this season for Arkansas State, and that was that was about the best special teams game we've seen yet, and that was huge. That put Arkansas State up 38-21, to 21, and although ULM did score again, and, and they certainly didn't go away because they're a competitive team, at, at that point you just felt like, all right, A-State just needs to do one more thing to put the nail in the coffin, and, and we don't have to worry about this one. So uh, A-State eventually got one more touchdown on on the day, a 10-yard rushing touchdown from Ryan Sneed with four and a half to go, and, and that was it. That's how it all unfolded. There were a lot of different good things from extended drives, special teams play, some notes on defense, the play of quarterback James Blackman, uh, several other things we'll go through throughout the course of the day as we recap this one and, and start throwing some different numbers and what have you at you. But I want to come back and talk about Johnny Lang because if you're going to start recapping this A-State winner from Saturday, you got to talk about the guy who certainly deserves the game ball from it. So that's where we'll start. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question today. What did you learn? about A-State football from that Week 5 win. We'll have phone lines open during the break at 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline, but we need to step away for our first break here in this hour, uh, noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We'll be back right after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. Don't let your credit stop you from getting your next vehicle. Drive your deal to the max at the dealer financing you, AutoMax of Jonesboro. Hi folks, Craig Stone here. If you need to upgrade your ride, don't worry about your past. Come to AutoMax. At AutoMax, we have financing to fit your budget with affordable monthly payments and low down payments. Whether you've had previous bankruptcies, repossessions, or even foreclosure, AutoMax has financing for you. So when the other guys tell you no, turn into AutoMax, where it is our goal to get everyone approved. And at AutoMax, you can buy with peace of mind in knowing that every vehicle sold in-house comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile powertrain warranty. And as always, AutoMax is giving top dollar for trades, running or not. So push them, pull them, just bring your clunker to AutoMax and drive away in style. So what are you waiting for? Stop by AutoMax today at 3612 Stadium Boulevard. Give us a call at 870-934-9200 or speed up your approval by applying online at AutoMaxJonesboro.com. And hey, we buy cars too, even if you don't buy ours. So if you're looking to buy new, give us a chance to buy yours and ensure you get the most out of your training. Automax financing you. This month's deals are Halloween steals at local tire and wheel. And y'all, let's be real. It's spooky. It's downright scary to be driving around on unsafe tires. So treat yourself to a new set of tires from local tire and wheel. Where there are no tricks, just great deals and great service. And this month, $5 gets you started on in-stock passenger tires. So $5 out of pocket today equals four new tires on your ride. Plus, local tire and wheel has six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need a longer term, Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus, no credit check and everyone approved. And they now offer a SEMA. And this month's deals are Halloween steals at Local Tire and Wheel. $5 gets you started on in-stock passenger tires. Plus, six months, same as cash. Payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Get the job done and then some. 
come with Farm All Utility C Series tractors from Case IH at any Baker implement near you. These heavy, durable tractors have their weight distributed in six different locations, eliminating the need for inefficient wheel weights. The emission system does not require DPF or a diesel particulate filter, reducing time loss and fuel waste on regeneration. Plus, a comfortable cab makes long days a lot more productive. To learn more about Case IH Farm All Utility C Series tractors, visit your nearest Baker implement today. Forest Kitchen and Bath, 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Vores Kitchen and Bath bring our skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vores Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends, designs, and over 70 years of experience. Visit us at VoresKitchenandBath.com or call us at 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vores Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, our passion. Ready to buy your first home or trade up into your dream home? Now's a great time to do so with Arkansas Federal Mortgage. For a limited time, they're offering up to $2,500 off your closing costs. Plus, you can also lock in your rate for up to 90 days, giving you plenty of time to search for your dream home. Get pre-qualified today at AFCU.org. There's no cost to apply. Equal housing lender, NMLS, 418494. Visit AFCU.org for credit costs and terms. Hey guys, it's Alicia Bellotto, and it's that time again. I'm here to invite you to the 5th Annual Boots and Ballers for the A-State Men's Basketball Team. Thursday, October 20th at 7 p.m. at the First National Bank Arena. Wear your best boots to meet A-State's ballers and coaching staff while you enjoy food, drinks, laughs, and plenty of fun, including great live and silent auction items. Premium tables are available and come with many great items, including a signed team basketball, t-shirts, drink tickets, and much more. Individual tickets are available as well for $75 pre-sale and $100 day of the event. For more information, call the A-State Ticket Office at... 870-972-2781. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you. 9303-776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. What did you learn about A-State football from the Week 5 win over ULM? As we continue here in this first hour of the program, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We'll look around some team stats and uh, some notes comparing, you know, this year's A-State team to last year and and this, that, and the other. But uh, you had to start any and all conversations about how A-State got their 13th straight win over ULM uh, with Johnny Lang because he was just a um, one-man highlight reel Saturday at the vault. Now, there were several other players that had good performances as well, and, and we'll certainly talk about those guys. But when... You do something that the Sunbelt Conference hasn't seen since the great T.Y. Hilton. Uh, you certainly have to elaborate on it more. But, uh, but you know, just looking at, at A-State history, Johnny Lang was the first A-State player to post a receiving and rushing touchdown in the same game in, in almost four years. And then, of course, adding in that kickoff return touchdown, he's just the third dude in Sunbelt Conference history, which, of course, dates back to 2000 to be able to pull that off. And T.Y. Hilton? 
who Johnny Lang was not familiar with, but I'm sure several of you are. Uh, back when T.Y. played for FIU, he was the last guy to do that. Strangely enough, also against ULM, but that was all the way back in 2010. It's just not a very common occurrence to be able to impact games in so many different ways the way Johnny Lang Jr. was able to do Saturday night. And again, every one of those scores, it seems like every single time he touched the ball, it was just a, a huge moment. He finished with 46 yards rushing on the day. He finished with 51 yards receiving on the day. And then again, where he just really, really shined was on on special teams. He did have a couple of punt returns, 11 yards there. Uh, and then uh, that just monster kickoff return touchdown. But in addition to that, 168 kickoff return yards total. So if you haven't checked the overall national stats since that game went final Saturday, Johnny Lang is the FBS leader in all-purpose yards. And I mean that both average per game in total. Nobody... Nobody this season has more yards than Johnny Lang Jr. And obviously, this is just a credit to, to, to him. You know, I feel like every week that we have a different player interview on the pregame, that, that player becomes my favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> but I really felt like that a couple of weeks ago when we got to catch up with, with Johnny Lang. And just as a, just as a person... You know, Johnny Lang is is a little bit more soft spoken. He's he's not like a, a, a loud in your face guy. He's got he has he talks lower, he talks softer. You know, there's there's nothing about him that stands out necessarily when you have a conversation with him about being a dynamic football player. But he certainly is. And I just flash back to, you know, even before that conversation a couple weeks ago, I flash back to the off season where Butch Jones just repeatedly talked about how nobody had made a bigger improvement than Johnny Lang. And he meant that in terms of all of the different work he put in in the offseason. Just from, you know, spending more time getting more reps, spending more time working on nutrition, spending more time studying, just anything you could possibly do to better yourself as a student athlete. That's what Johnny Lang did in the offseason. And now we're getting to see that. And also credit Johnny Lang as well because, you know, if, if you're Lang and you saw this offseason and and you saw, you know, y you come in as the, the leading returning rusher, right? And then A-State goes out and picks up Brian Sneed. So instead of Lang getting in his feelings or being upset that there was a guy coming in that was going to significantly, significantly impact his carries, He's just found other ways to make himself even more valuable. He wanted the kickoff return job. Because that was Alan Lamar's job last year. Alan Lamar, by the way, was phenomenal at it. And those are going to be big shoes to fill. Lamar graduated. Lang wanted that job. Put in the work to get that job. And now we're seeing it pay off. And I think tomorrow we're going to do, you know, probably a, a deeper dive on what has made special teams so special this season for Arkansas State. But even without that huge 98-yard touchdown return, every single game this, this year on almost every single kickoff, Arkansas State has been able to go out and get just a couple yards here or there more than their opponent. What's impressive about Johnny Lang is that he 
is able to make really difficult decisions in real time. And what I mean by that is, is obviously since college football started the fair catch on kickoff, he usually, look at where he usually fields the ball. It's usually right at the two or the one, or he's got his, he might have a foot in the end zone. But he has to make a split-second decision of, okay, what is going to be more valuable for my team? For me to call a fair catch here and we automatically start at the 25? Or for me to try and turn in a tough run and get us to the 28 or the 29 or maybe the 30? Or maybe the end zone? But obviously those touchdown plays don't happen very often. That's what makes them so special and so electric. And every single catch, Johnny Lang has to do that. And I will tell you right now, going back and looking at the stats, about 90% of the time, he chooses correctly. There was one drive following a ULM kickoff where A-State started at a worse field position than their 25, and that was one where there was a penalty. And that was through no fault of Johnny Lang because if it hadn't been for that penalty, A-State would have started somewhere at their, their 40. So every single time Johnny Lang has to make that decision, and every single time, with very few exceptions, he has decided correctly. Just, again, it is just, uh, it's a wild feeling to never, ever be stressed about a kickoff or a kickoff return yeah. or a punt. Uh, that certainly was not the only good thing that happened for A-State on special teams on Saturday, but uh, but it was the most important, and we'll talk about some of the other stuff again, I think, uh, I think tomorrow. I think tomorrow we should really maybe get a little bit more into special teams talk and just, just what A-State has been able to do there. But again, Johnny Lang, you know, certainly... Uh, not the only solid performance. That was one of James Blackman's better played games, which, to be honest with you, it's helpful when, when Blackman can stay upright. He was sacked three times uh, going back to Saturday, but three is a significantly lesser number than seven, uh, which is what A-State allowed the week before. So when he is able to have just a little bit more time there, all of a sudden you get to see just how calm, cool, and collected he could be because... James Blackman's overall stat line from Saturday was, I mean, it was very good and very solid, right? Uh, you go in and, and look at, at his passing numbers. He was 25 of 32. Doing the math there, that means he completed 78% of his passes. He threw for 254 yards, two touchdowns, and for the fourth time this season, zero interceptions. So he's been very, very good at just kind of managing these, these games correctly. And as good as that number is overall, what really stood out to me in this game is how well he performed on third down. On third and fourth down, James Blackman was 12 out of 16. He threw for 137 yards on third and fourth down. And because of that, over and over and over again, Arkansas State football was able to extend drives. A-State had a four and a half minute scoring drive to get things started. Uh, the scoring drive, uh, the first scoring drive in the second half was almost five minutes long. A-State's first third quarter scoring drive was four and a half minutes long. The final scoring drive of the game was almost seven minutes long. So this team now, when it's needed to hold on to the ball and, and run clock a little bit, extend drives, has been able to do so. Which I don't know if... I, I, I never know how to talk about time of possession in this day and age. 
because there's so many offenses that can just gash you and can score so quickly that it's not nearly as relevant in the conversation as it was a decade ago or especially not 20 years ago. But a stat so far this season that has absolutely caught me off guard is what A-State's time of possession looks like this year. Now, they had about a 35 to 25-minute advantage Saturday night against ULM, and that's pretty significant, especially when you've still got that young defense and when you've got so little depth on your defensive line. You don't want those guys out there for a significant amount of time. And that's what the offense has been able to do, is they've been able to continually keep the defense fresh by staying out on the field a lot. A-State currently ranks third nationally in time of possession. And again, that's kind of one of those stats that I didn't, didn't realize. One of the teams in front of them is Air Force, because you're always going to see a triple yeah. option team that's, that's ranked up high in terms of time of possession. The leader in the nation is, is actually Minnesota. I don't know how or why. I haven't watched any of their games, so I, don't, I have zero insight there. But again, while time of possession is, is not as relevant to the conversation as it used to be, it's still important for keeping your defense fresh. And the A-State offense has been out there on the field a lot, a lot. And that's one of many, many different reasons we're seeing defensive improvements from the Red Wolves. Now, one of the main reasons is just because it's a better defense. It's more talented, it's deeper, it's executing better. But if you have not checked the A-State defensive stats this year compared to last year through five games, so not the whole season, but through five games, the numbers are wild. A-State is allowing this season less than half of the rushing yards per game that they allowed last season. We'll get real numbers heavy here just for a quick second, okay? So last year through five games, A-State was allowing 263 yards per game on the ground. That number this year is down to 122. Through five games last year, in terms of total yards, A-State was allowing 564 yards per game. That number this year down to a, a very manageable 361. And then, of course, you know, at the end of the day, yards don't matter that much. What you really want to see improvement is on the scoreboard. Through five games last year, A-State was allowing opponents an average of 45.6 points per game. This year, that number's dropped down to 30. Now, are these... End-all, be-all stat. No, these, these are all numbers that can get better. But again, you look at these different categories where A-State this time last year was ranked either dead last or in a fight with Duke for it. And then this year, you've got a team that actually ranks in the top half of a handful of defensive statistics and then at least ranks in the top 100 and everything else. Yeah. Which is a huge upgrade on both last year and the year before. So we're, we're seeing it. This is by no means a finished product. And the task next week is going to be really tough. But there are significant steps being taken by this team in, in some of its biggest and worst Achilles heel areas from last year that are, are going to continue to show 
improvement later on this season when it's all said and done in, in terms of the win-loss record. One more note I want to point out about this game as far as the positives, because we'll get into, <laughs> there are some negatives and we'll, we'll look at some of those later, but in terms of the positives, one more thing here is how Arkansas State fared against, uh, in, in terms of allowing the explosive play on Saturday. A-State allowed only two plays from the ULM offense that went for more than 20 yards. Now, one of those was a big one. You know, the, the Warhawks scored their first touchdown of the day on a 58-yard touchdown pass. And then one of those was kind of uh, an area where, where A-State has a little bit of trouble because a lot of teams do, and, and they uh, allowed later on in that game a 22-yard um, scramble for a touchdown from the ULM quarterback. But that was it. The other, of the other uh, 54 plays that ULM ran Saturday night, not a single other one of those went for more than 20 yards. That's, that's where A-State needs the biggest improvement. Yeah. We saw it Saturday. Now, can they do it again against anyone else? And that will be the question as we move forward. Um, I'm going to, if it's okay with you guys, going to continue to kind of celebrate this one today. There are going to be some significant questions this week. Uh, looking ahead to, to James Madison because that's an excellent football team. But we'll start diving into that tomorrow. In the meantime, today as we continue with this hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, I want to hear from you. What did you learn about A-State football from the Week 5 win? over ULM. We'll have phone lines open during the break at 9303776, but we will step aside for a moment and I want to come back and uh, look a little bit around the Sunbelt Fun Belt when we return. Keep it here with us on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. That sound? That's flowers putting up a fight. Thousands of them at the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, raising funds and awareness for a breakthrough in the fight against Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Join us at alz.org slash walk. The Jonesboro Walk to End Alzheimer's is Saturday, October the 15th at 9 a.m. on the campus of Arkansas State University. To register, go to alz.org slash walk. That's alz.org slash walk. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When I'm governor, we will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. We will empower parents, not bureaucrats. And we will prepare students for the workforce, not government dependency. I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education, a good job, and a better life right here in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will fight back against Biden and the radical left's agenda. Inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and Biden's policies are only making it worse. As governor, I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make Arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business, creating thousands of new high-paying jobs. 
fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans. Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Paid for by Sarah for governor. Livestock prices on the rise, corn and soybeans as well. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 679, up one and a half, with March corn at 685 and a half, up one and a half. November soybeans at 1371, up six and a quarter, with January soybeans at 1381 and a half, up six. December wheat at 918, down three and a half, with March wheat at 930, down two. December cotton at 8291, down 243, with March cotton at 8101, down 244. November rice at 1695 and a half, down 21 and a half cents. January rice at 1729, down 20. Moving on to livestock now, October live cattle at 144.65, up 137.5. December live cattle at 147.92.5, up 87.5. October feeder cattle at 175.02.5, up 85. With November feeder cattle at 175.32.5, up 70. October lane hogs at 89.67.5, up 45. With December hogs at 77.65, up 142.5. That's your EAB New Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Seed Innovation Protection Alliance Seed Company members invest 15% of sales into new seed innovations for your cereal acres. Check the bag for certified seed or single-use agreement restrictions so you don't step over the line. Or talk to your seed dealer. Plant breeders develop better, stronger genetics for your farm. So let's reinvest together to improve yields and quality. Without your patronage and trust, seed companies wouldn't be able to continually develop new genetics, traits, seed treatments, and other innovations to meet your needs. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. This hour of the program brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Whether you need some new seating for your office or whether you just need to completely redo the entire layout and make it more functional for you, David Martin Office Interiors is who you need to reach out to. 870-972-0180-972-0180. They'll get you fixed up. Uh, our question for you today, we're asking you, what did you learn? about A-State football from the Week 5 win over ULM. We'll continue to take your feedback on that, but uh, I do want to look around the Sun Belt here for a quick moment and get caught up on what happened in the league, um, which was still a, a fairly wild week, in, in my opinion. In fact, uh, if you want to look at just all kinds of drama uh, in terms of, of the end of a game, Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern was an absolute dogfight throughout that entire game you get to the end of that game and you've got uh, about 42 45 seconds left on the clock okay and coastal carolina is trailing georgia southern 30 to 28 so it looks like the dream is is about to come to an end possibly for the shauna clears on the surf turf they're at their, uh, they're at the, the Eagles' 24-yard line, right? So they're just a little bit out of the red zone. 
And the next thing you know, Coastal Carolina's C.J. Beasley just made an absolutely insane play to get into the end zone. Beasley looks like he's going to be stopped at about the seven or eight yard line. And he flat out just hurdles an Eagles defender. I mean, just goes absolutely over the top of his head. The replay is nuts. Yeah. I, it's just a bonkers play. Yeah, so I got heard about it, but I hadn't got a chance to watch it because I guess it was going on at the same time as A-State, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just watched it now, and it's pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean, you hear – look, we see hurdles in college football or, or in, in pro football every so often. You know, we'll see one, and, and it's not that it's necessarily old hat where you've seen one, you've seen them all, but just hearing that, oh, some guy uh, hurdled another guy to, to, to score a touchdown um, – yeah, it does not do this play justice. You got to go back and watch this play. That was uh, that was one of the plays of the weekend in college football. So, what did that mean? Well, it meant that uh, Coastal Carolina was able to go up thirty-four to thirty over Georgia Southern with you know under forty seconds left. The the Eagles couldn't come back, so Coastal Carolina is now five and zero and two and zero in Sun Belt Conference play. The other undefeated team going into the weekend was James Madison. And they were huge favorites over Texas State. And not only did they win, but they covered. So they're going to be rolling in to Centennial Bank Stadium this weekend as an undefeated team that is receiving votes in both the AP and the coaches poll. Now, obviously, the poll stops at 25. But, you know, if it kept going a little bit longer than that, they'd clock in at about the 30th ranked team in the country other teams that picked up wins this weekend in league play or excuse me in non-conference play troy topped western georgia state topped army so another good non-conference weekend for the league although old dominion did fall at liberty Uh, the two schools that played fcs opponents in in app state and marshall did what they were supposed to do and that brings us to louisiana and south alabama Jaguars win, but we'll have more on that one in a second. Let's go to the phones. Chuck is with us. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Hey, man, that Lane guy is phenomenal, is he not? Electrifying. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did so many <laughs> good things. Just so many good things in that in that game Saturday night. Yeah, he ain't even six foot tall, is he? No, he's not. He's uh, I, I guess he probably they pro- I'm sure they would have him listed maybe at at six foot and where he really clocks in at at five eleven or somewhere along along those lines. But he's not like he's not like a a bruiser back. You know what I mean? No, dude, he is quick. I was thinking he was about six nine, six or five nine, five ten, somewhere around there, dude. But he is electrifying. Yeah, I'm trying to give him too much credit. He's 5'8". Okay. All right. But, I mean, for a little guy like that, man, he can fly. Yeah. I was really impressed with him Saturday yeah. night at the game. Yeah, and, and he, look, he didn't play like that last year. He was solid last year, but he didn't. Th- there are just so many different facets to his game this year that he worked so hard on in the offseason that are, that are showing now. And that, uh, particularly, I guess, with, with his quickness, um, that's one of the things. His footwork is just, it's its so much better than last year. And again, he was good last year. He's just great this year. Right. I mean, I apologize. I left right after his touchdown. And he ran, the kickoff, he ran back. And 
I want to say, and I may be wrong at this, but that touchdown that they got right before he ran that kickoff, like, I don't think Louisiana Monroe would have got it if they hadn't had the targeting. Yeah. Call that was not targeting, I don't think. You know, and then a couple other stupid penalties that, I mean, I don't think they would have got it without them. Yeah, they had uh, on that on that play. You know, you had a couple of, of things that happened there that went ULM's way. They there was you know there was a, a fumble on that play that they recovered. There was that yeah. there was that targeting uh, that helped them pick up a a first down. Um, there was a face mask penalty on that drive that gave them you know it it should have been it should have been fourth and and seven. Uh, or fourth and goal from from the A State seven, and then there was a face mask penalty that got them a whole new fresh set of downs. That was, you know, penalties have not been a problem for A State football in the Butch Jones era, but Saturday night was not a good game in that aspect. A State kind of took a took a little bit of a step back from a penalty standpoint on Saturday. Oh yeah, I agree. But, you know, I did notice they were calling more on A-State than what they were Louisiana Monroe. Like, the only targeting that I've seen, which I really didn't see the other one real good. I was just looking at the uh, the big TV thing up there. And was the one on uh, Blackman that they didn't even call. He was already sliding. Oh, a late hit? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it looked like it hit him helmet to helmet from where I was sitting. You know, I mean, that is my opinion, too. But, but I, I mean, I'm very impressed with the way A-State played Saturday night, man. Because I figured after they went, you know, they got the, recovered the fumble on the, uh, on the punt and went in and scored, and then they gave up that 58-yard pass. I figure, okay, here we go. Going to be Ella, uh, Monroe's night, yeah. you know? Or at least uh, at least more back and forth than it would. It looked like, you know, early on in that game, it, it it made you feel like there might be more drama at the end of it than there was. Right. But after they went up 17-14 and scored right before the half, I, I knew, you know, I didn't feel uneasy about the game. I mean, right. you, know, you know, I felt good about it. Now, on to James Madison. What's the point spread for it? Has it, has it come out yet? Uh, they opened, or the first line that I saw for that, they're favored by 10 and a half. James Madison is? Yes. Man, I, I'm telling you, dude, if they play like they did Saturday night, especially that defense, Man, I, I, I think K-State could come out of there with a win. I think it's going to be a great game, you know. And, dude, it, it seemed like everybody on the team was fired up. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. Butch Jones looked like he was fired up the whole game, you know, yelling and screaming and reading his lips, some of the words he said out there. I'm glad we didn't have him mic'd up. <laughs> Yeah, that might not have been for the best. No. But anyway, Kara, that's what I called for. 
Uh, man, it was a great game. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed it. I didn't get to take my grandson because he wanted to stay all night with his cousin. I wasn't going to make him cry. So sure. We still win anyway. And, uh, dude, it was great. I'm glad I did. It was, you know, a very electrifying game. It was. It was. And uh, a good win. Wade, or uh, Cade, did you make it down to Ole Miss for the Kentucky and Ole Miss game? I did. I was there. Man, that was a good game, too, was it not? Uh, it was great. Yeah, it was a great game. Great, great atmosphere. Ole Miss executed the stripe out well. It looked great on TV, and the game was good. So, yeah, it was, it was a great day. I like their helmets, man, they were wearing. Yeah, you know, honestly, I didn't even really notice them. Like, after the game got started, I didn't even really notice them. I mean, it was a big, you know, topic throughout the week. But, yeah, I like them, too. Yeah, I mean, they looked real good on TV. Uh, I guess Lane's got them firing on all cylinders, would you say? Uh, yeah, it's going to be – the next two weeks they should win, but the, the game at LSU is going to be really interesting and probably a pivotal point in the season in three weeks. Uh, who do they play the next two weeks? Uh, they play uh, Vandy this week and then uh, Auburn the week after, which may be the last game Harson coaches. I think so, too. You know, they fired the uh, Wisconsin coach over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, when do they play Alabama, man? November 12th or November 19th. It's, it's one of the late last games of the year. Okay, that should be a great game. Yeah. But anyway, man, I appreciate y'all taking my call. Y'all have a great and wonderful day. Go Buckeyes and go Red Wolf. Hey, you too, Chuck. Thanks for the phone call. Flashing back to uh, the Sun Belt here for just a moment before we go to break. Uh, so the game that I was looking forward to watching or keeping tabs on on Saturday, aside from obviously A-State and ULM, was South Alabama on the road at Louisiana because, of course, the Cajuns started 0-1 in Sunbelt Conference play. They were the preseason favorite to win the West, and and they lost on September 24th to ULM. Huge win for ULM, which made, of course, last Saturday in Jonesboro a lot more interesting. But, but you know, Cajuns looking to bounce back at home. They win a lot in Lafayette. They've got South Al, who is, you know, rebuilding but who knows if if they were who knows going into that that game you know was ULM not as good as we thought is, is South Alabama going to be better than we thought and that was a little bit of of an indicator game and what happened is again South Alabama won that one 20 to 17 and the Cajuns are starting Sunbelt Conference play 0 and 2 for the first time since 2005 they are effectively 5 weeks into the season out of the West Division race. Now, I mean, could that change? Yeah, well, obviously. But I just, they're not the team they were last year. Obviously, which that was a 13-1 and team. But they're not, the, they're not the team they were a couple years ago when, when Billy Napier was just starting to get that program into some significant momentum. They, they've taken several steps back. And I'd have to go back and look at the last time they lost three in a row. I don't know that. But now, you know, you've got, when you look at the undefeateds in the West, it's South Al and Southern Miss, just like we all expected, right? (laughs) By the way, South Al is a point 
away from being undefeated. Their only blemish on the record this year was to undefeated UCLA on the road at UCLA in a game they lost on a last-second field goal, 32-31. So interesting, interesting stuff going on all over the league. we got to take a break, though. We'll be back to wrap up this hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, right after this on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Whenever we talk about the success of the Kansas City Chiefs, we normally point towards Patrick Mahomes. But Mahomes isn't the only longtime Chief who deserves credit. Andy Reid has been one of the NFL's more elite coaches for some time now. Before Kansas City, Reid accumulated five NFC titles game appearances in Philadelphia. That success has followed him to Kansas City. The Chiefs underwent a massive offensive rebuild in the offseason, but when you look at how Reed and the Chiefs have changed their scheme to replace Tyreek Hill, Coach deserves a lot of credit. When it comes to the NFL, the quarterback is always going to receive the most attention, but what Reed has done with the Kansas City Chiefs is impressive. And although a lot of people may point to Mahomes as the reason for that success, Coach Reed's consistency is proving that sometimes an elite coach on the sidelines can be just just as important as that generational arm playing quarterback. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We all drive, and we're going to have to replace our tires. I trust the experts at TireRack.com because for over 40 years, they've been revolutionizing tire buying. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Try their easy-to-use tire decision guide to find out the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Their extensive selection includes Sumitomo, high-performance, all-season, CUV, SUV, and light truck tires. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Energy is something we have less of as we get older, and that's why I take M-Drive supplements for driven guys with clinically tested ingredients for healthy T levels and the drive to get things done. M-Drive can help you stay motivated and energized. And now you can try M-Drive for only $5. Text DAN to 55000. Claim your offer. M-Drive. Text DAN. 55,000, get your first order, $5. Accomplish more with M-Drive. Message and data rates may apply. So if you're ready to lose some weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes or trying to starve yourself or going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. Y'all, Elite Total Health is working for so many, and so far they've helped patients lose over 2,600 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey will be medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit you and your goals. They have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine, so there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medicine that can help you lose weight. So most current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. You can schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 870-206-8250. Go see him at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. 
NEA Golf Cars remind you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. If you have a craving for a sweet and delicious treat, it's time to treat yourself to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro. As you walk into Crumble, get ready for the smell of freshly baked gourmet cookies like no other. Crumble's menu rotates flavors weekly, and they always carry their crowd-pleasing signature warm chocolate chip. Crumble is locally owned and operated by Cody McPherson, a veteran of the United States Air Force and alumni of Arkansas State. If you have a craving for Crumble, head to the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the free app. Or go to crumblecookies.com. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, last segment here in this noon hour. Let's go straight to the phones where D-Money is waiting on the right fiber hotline. Hey, D-Money. Hey, um, I'm not going to talk sports or anything today. I'm calling about a serious problem going on here in this country. Um, the people's behavior at ball games has become absolutely atrocious. I'm an official for football and for wrestling, and this year I have seen it got get as bad as it's gotten ever. Uh, I've seen with my own two eyes events that have occurred, the thing that happened at APC, and this past weekend at Blavel where an all-out brawl broke out in the north end zone with 445 left in the game. Folks, just want to tell you this. We're on the precipice of not having enough officials to come out and officiate these games. You want to have your kids play ball, you need officials. So if you want to continue to act like idiots, then go on and do stupid stuff and go after officials and create fights. Oh, and then I had a, a, a guy get thrown out. I had to throw somebody out at a peewee game Saturday um, over just a, a nonsense call. Folks, it, it's going to go away. And if youth goes away, high school goes away and then college goes away, and then pros goes away. All because people want to act like idiots and think, oh, hey, we're trying to go after people. Somebody questioned my integrity that I was going to try to go screw over sixth-grade kids. Absolutely ridiculous. We out there, we're human just like everybody else. We're going to make mistakes, and, you know, it's going to happen. So if you're perfect in your life and you walk on water, Good for you, but not us. We're not perfect. And if you think it's so doggone easy, put on a whistle, go on, get dressed, and go out to a field, and you try to do the job. Otherwise, enjoy the game, cheer for your kids, and let us do our jobs. Because pretty soon, there's not going to be enough of us. I'm 47 years old. I don't know how much more I got left in these knees either. So you want little Johnny to play and little Susie, cheer. Appreciate your kids. Don't sit here and berate us. Thank you for calling today, D Money. I'm sorry. I just I just got really irritated this week. I know. I know. I, I can tell. And I look. I wouldn't be able to do it. I would not. So we appreciate you. And I hope next week is a better week. Well, you know, guys like EJ, myself, and several others, we do it because we love it. We enjoy it, and we're paying it forward. 
you know, for the for the guys who officiated us. And it's just getting sad that people are acting like this. I love officiating. I think you know that about me. Yeah. But I'm getting to the point where I'm about to question, do I really want to do this anymore with the idiots like this in our society? Y'all have a great day and enjoy your kids. Thank you, D-Money. I don't really have any way to, to elaborate on that, but I'm certainly not going to argue. He sees it firsthand and have heard reports from all over that several places are having official shortages. But we got to go. This wraps up the noon hour. We'll be back for more of the Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. This is Willow's Walt on your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian Tampa Flans to Tire Service. Johnny Elaine Jr.'s 254 all-purpose yards for Feld A State to a 45-28 homecoming win over ULM Saturday in Jonesboro. Their 13th straight win over the Warhawks. Lang Jr. becoming the third player in Sudbell history with a rushing, receiving, and kickoff return touchdown in the same game. Red Bulls with a tough task this Saturday as they host unbeaten James Madison at Centennial Bank Stadium. Arkansas dropped their 16th in a row to Alabama. They got to within five after three quarters to play, but the Crimson Tide rolled in the fourth for a 49-26 victory. Arkansas plays at Mississippi State this Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. In baseball, an emotional day in St. Louis. The final home game for Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina in the regular season. Pittsburgh pulled away for a 7-5 win over the Cardinals in the home finale at Bush. Cardinals and Pirates play three in Pittsburgh beginning this evening. 5:35 first pitch on 95-9 the Wolf. Four tires in one hour guaranteed at Plans and Tire Service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement, your home for bad boy fares, altos, and X-Mark, four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. When you're celebrating a special occasion, the journey is often just as important as the destination. So arrive in style with the help of Crown Limousine. Weddings, birthday parties, concerts, anniversaries, prom night, or just because. Crown Limousine's premier luxury service will usher you with elegance in their 14-passenger Hummer or one of their 10-passenger Lincolns. Find Crown Limousine on Facebook and at crownlimo1.com or call 215-0077. Reserve your next memory in motion with Crown Limousine. CBS Mondays are back. We have to act fast. We have to act smart. First, NCIS. Somebody knew what they were doing. Then, NCIS Hawaii. Shut it down. NCIS! Two teams, two shows, one incredible night of investigations. What's the plan? You trust me? NCIS and NCIS Hawaii. New tonight, starting at 9, 8 central on CBS. On KJNB, Jonesboro's own CBS. My name is Alana. I was six years old, and I got diagnosed with cancer. I come to St. Jude for treatment. 
After her last treatment on December the 4th, I was just kind of having a conversation with her, letting her know, Lana, you did awesome. I mean, so proud of you. Like, there, you fought, you accepted whatever was happening, you went with it. And her words to me were, Mommy, thank you so much for helping me get through this. She said, I could not have done this without you. This was very hard. And I couldn't even hold my tears because when I think about it, I would not have been able to get through this without St. Jude. And so once we became part of the St. Jude family, it was, everything was okay. Thank you, St. Jude, for helping me get her through this because I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you. About to dive into the second hour of the program here. Some breaking news from the Sun Belt. Not that it's shocking news, but it is new news. Arkansas State football's Johnny Lang Jr. has been recognized as the Special Teams Player of the Week. This was a (laughs) no-brainer. An absolute no-brainer. From the league, but uh, glad to see Johnny Lang get his due. Again, first player since 2010 in the league to record a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a kickoff return touchdown all in the same game. Pretty cool stuff. He, again, has just been, uh, he's been a game changer this season. We talked earlier this year about Arkansas State still needing to, you know, identify its playmakers. And they're on offense since some of those playmakers have been sidelined or not 100%. Um, You've needed other guys to emerge, and Johnny Lang Jr. has has absolutely, absolutely done that. Uh, I tell you what, uh, we've got some audio from Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones from uh, his postgame comments from Saturday, immediately following Arkansas State football's 45-28 to winner over ULM. So let's dive into those before we open back up the phone lines and throw that question of the day back out there for you. But uh, Butch Jones starts here with his immediate post-game response and just shares a little bit of a recap of how he felt, shat- felt Saturday shook out for the Red Wolves. It was great to be back in Centennial Bank Stadium, but as we continue to learn how to win, uh, we're going through all the nuances of winning. I didn't think we started the game with a lot of momentum. I thought we lacked uh, some intensity, and we didn't play our best football for about a quarter and a half. But then we started to create some momentum. We were able to play some complimentary football in all three phases. And when you really look at the storyline of the game, we didn't turn the football over. Uh, we also held an advantage in explosive plays. Uh, critical downs. We were nine out of 17 on third down, where they were three out three out of 12. And then when they made it a 10-point game, we were able to keep the momentum 
with the kickoff return by Johnny Lang and, and all 10 individuals. And that's something that we challenged our guys all week. We thought we had a great opportunity to get one. We talked about changing the game. We spent so much time on special teams and uh, the, the, op the opportunity presented itself and we were able to do that. I think the other thing of the storylines is we were five out of five in, in the red area with touchdowns. That makes a big difference. And then finally found a way to get off the field on fourth down. And then I thought that fourth and sixth conversion, we were on the fringe. It had been about a 47, 48-yard field goal. We felt that we needed to possess the ball. We felt we had a good play, and we executed it. And then what can I say about the play of James Blackman? He was 25 out of 32 for 254 yards, two touchdowns. Didn't turn the football over and managed the offense. So uh, a very, very productive night, a good night, and a good win. Continuing here with comments from Butch Jones, obviously. He was asked about Johnny Lang, and after the type of game that he had, obviously he was ready to talk about Johnny Lang and his performance. Maybe. Yeah, the computer froze up. Oh, boo. I finally get my act together on a Monday. I have the audio split up. I have it put in the Dropbox correctly. We're all on the same page, and now the computer does not want to cooperate. Tragedy. Well, Johnny's one of those individuals, <laughs> when you talk about consistency and performance, that's what you get from him every single day. And it's there's no uh, surprise why he's having the season he's had. It's a byproduct of how hard he's worked in the offseason. But he's really worked his game in every facet. But he's a special return individual. And our players, you know, we talk about you got to have trust and courage when it comes to your return game. And our players executed it. And obviously Johnny did some great things as well. So, uh, you know, at the time we needed a play, we needed a momentum changer. He was able to provide that for us. Continuing here with uh, some more post-game comments from a-State head football coach Butch Jones. One of the things that has continued to be tiered with just a little bit this season is the offensive line. Again, that's kind of due to uh, Robert Holmes being injured and, and what has happened since then. But um, there were two storylines going on there on Saturday. One, Jordan Rhodes was, was kind of playing through pain. So he started. He didn't play that whole game. He did come in late. And then once he was able to get back, out there late at, at right guard, one of the things we saw was we saw Ernie Ramirez move to right tackle. Now, Ramirez is not a starter this year, but he's he's a, a fifth-year guy in this program. He's played a lot of football for Arkansas State. He's just one of those guys that is like the, the super backup. But A-State didn't give up another sack after he was in the mix late. And Jones talks about, you know, what's what's going on there with that offensive line. I think, you know, when we talk about it, this team has a lot of character. And you look at Jordan Rhodes, he wasn't even supposed to play. Uh, and he gave everything that he had. We talked about the Valence Hunt, Champ Flemings. How about Kavon Bennett, the game he had? And so there's a lot of unselfish individuals that are really stepping up for this football team. But, you know, Ernie Ramirez is an individual who's played football for us. And uh, he's reliable and he's accountable. And we're going to continue to grow with the shuffling of the offensive line. I think you could see that. But what we do have is some t very, very talented running backs. Um, and they were able to make some people miss. And we'll continue to get better there at that group. Uh, they're very prideful. When we needed to run the football, we were able to run the football. 
this was not necessarily A-State's best game on the ground in terms of, you know, total rushing yardage and, and yards per carry and things like that. But A-State did score three rushing touchdowns in this contest. A 13-yard rushing touchdown, a 1-yard rushing touchdown, a 10-yard rushing touchdown. So A-State now has 13 rushing touchdowns five games into the 2022 season. That is more than the previous two seasons combined. Also, that means that they are on pace for 31 rushing touchdowns this season. Now, on pace numbers don't mean anything other than it means I sat down and did the math to figure out (laughs) exactly how many they could end up with. But, again, this is a team that scored four rushing touchdowns last year. Scored seven rushing touchdowns in 2020. On pace this year for 31. They won't get there. But, heck, if you get to 20, that is a dramatically different offense than we've seen the past couple years. Uh, One more comment here from Butch Jones. Actually, he was asked by JC. Cox on the post game, the, the question that we're asking you today, what did you learn about this team from their win in week five? Well, we didn't panic. You know, we knew, I, and I knew, I know this football team well, and I didn't like our mindset on Friday. I just knew something was off, and we spoke about that in the locker room is, you know, everyone's responsible for their own self-determination and getting them their mindset ready to play. But I think what happened was is you had a football team that when we weren't playing our best, we found a way to dig deep and we played together. We played complementary football in all three phases. We fed off of each other when we needed a stop. We were able to get it when we needed a big play. We were able to get it. So there was a lot of those things that uh, happened that has not happened here. And so it was great to see that. And I just think the excitement of a football team that's excited to win, you can never take winning for granted. And uh, anytime you win, It's special because it's hard to do. So, again, that was Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones following A-State's 45-28 winner. One quick note on just the audio. When you hear audio from Centennial Bank Stadium and it sounds staticky, friends, that's not static. That's water features. So just a heads up on that. But then two, again, uh, several different things that went well for A-State football. Uh, again, Butch Jones answered the, the KavanaughCars.com question in his final comments there. What did you learn about A-State football from the Week 5 win over ULM? You all can continue to weigh in with us on the Right Fiber Hotline at 9303776, or you can weigh in on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, where that question is. But uh, talking about questions, you flash back to Friday. Every Friday before an A-State football game, we throw out, well, usually five questions that we think will significantly impact the outcome of Saturday's game. I was slacking last Friday, so you guys got three. But I always like to go back on Monday and follow up on those and see how many, how much those particular questions, how pertinent were they in, in regards to deciding the outcome. So the first thing we asked you on Friday was who would step up as a playmaker on the Arkansas State defense? Because you really need that guy to to emerge at this point in time. It's a good collection of, of talent. Uh, a significantly better collection of talent than, than last year. But you still need to have that guy who can step up and have the big sack or the big tackle for loss or the big pass breakup or, or anything along those lines when you need to slow down your opponent's momentum. And we're starting to see those guys develop just a little bit. 
Jordan Carmouche recorded his first ever career sack Saturday. He was one of the leading tacklers and uh, also had a couple of pass breakups. By the way, ULM only ran 44 plays. So when A-State is holding the opposition to numbers like that, you're never going to see just those monster tackle performances where you've got guys that have 10 tackles or 12 tackles or something. No, I don't know. It was going to max out at like six or seven, which is fine. But there's not going to be anything necessarily statistically that, that gets a lot of accolades. But again, six tackles there for Carmouche and a couple tackles for loss. We saw Denard Flowers record a sack in that game. And that's actually his third straight game with a sack. So he becomes the first player to log a sack in three straight games since Dejon Emery. Did in 2018. Starting to see those guys emerge. Sammy Johnson. Forced fumble. In that contest. Taylor Doss with a big pass breakup. You also had a, a half a sack from Kavon Bennett. Who, who is a playmaker and game changer on the defense. He just needs other guys to step up with him. And he's going to be playing through pain. A lot this season. So... It's important that he continues to get help like what we saw Saturday night uh, from his teammates. Uh, In additional questions, let me preface the second question by saying that almost everything we've talked about from Saturday night so far has been really positive. There were some negatives in that game. And while they ultimately did not cost Arkansas State a win on Saturday, they become significant looking ahead this week and looking at the opponent that Arkansas State is about to take on. The second question that we asked you on Friday was if Arkansas State could keep moving forward on offense. And going into Saturday's contest, only two teams in the country had allowed more tackles for loss than A-State. So, you know, shockingly enough, when you're continually... In second and long situations, third and long situations, those are typically hard to pick up. A-State overcame that on Saturday. 13 tackles for loss allowed is still a massive number. That is way, way, way too many. Arkansas State was able to have success because they fared very well on third down, particularly James Blackman was a stud on third down. And that's why they didn't come back to haunt A-State. But a quick note that we are going to touch on a lot coming up this weekend, uh, week against James Madison. Right now, James Madison is second in the country in tackles for loss. A-State is second to last in tackles for loss allowed. A-State cannot go into this week against James Madison trying to do the same thing on offense that it did against ULM. It will be a disaster. So again, that is not something A-State did well on Saturday, but they were able to win despite it, despite allowing 13 tackles for loss. The final question we asked you was uh, whether or not Arkansas State could start strong. I I guess they did. And what I mean by that is, is, to be honest with you, more often than not, it is just really hard to get a feel for what the atmosphere is like when you are in the press box. And I mean that from how involved the fans are. I mean that from how hyped the players are. I mean that to the noise level in the stadium. Just everything that goes into that, it's it's just hard to get a gauge. There are times I felt like maybe early in that game, A-State was a little bit flat. 
But then I can also think about times where, you know, you would see the entire sideline celebrating a defensive play or an offensive play. So, again, that I think my perception of, of that is a little bit off. So we're just going to scrap that question and pretend I didn't ask it. <laughs> we'll just pretend I asked two questions going back to Friday. And, of course, coming up this Friday, we'll have five more for you. But uh, I tell you what, uh, let's go ahead and step aside for a moment. Still more to get into, but uh, do want to take a break. 9303776 is the number to call during the break. We'll be back for more on A-State right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, this is Cade Carlton. This fall on the drive, we're going to do something that never gets done as we shine the spotlight on the guys of the trenches who do all the dirty work up front. That's right. We're talking about the offensive linemen. Join us every Tuesday as we name the more air conditioning offensive linemen of the week right here on the Ticket Radio Network. We'll shine the spotlight on some of the best offensive linemen Northeast Arkansas has to offer and the guy that led their team to a big week on the ground. So join us on Tuesdays at 5 o'clock right here on the Ticket Radio Network as we name the more air conditioning offensive linemen of the week. and the automobile industry really has too. But one thing that has not changed is the way we do business at George Kell Motors. No games, no gimmicks, just straightforward pricing and award-winning service after the sale. Oh, and one other thing that hadn't changed, the diehard support of our Red Wolves. We hope to see you at the vault and at George Kell Motors too, off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. GMC and George Kell Motors, we are professional grade. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Hey Jonesboro, say goodbye to slow internet and hello to Right Fiber by Ritter Communications. Now expanding to neighborhoods throughout Jonesboro. Our superior 100% fiber network offers gig speed so you can go faster online than ever before. And with no contracts, no hidden fees, and no installation fees, there's no reason not to switch to Right Fiber right now. Get internet, TV, and home phone from one high-speed local source, Right Fiber. Call 833-71-RIGHT or visit rightfiber.com. Hey, everybody, it's Matt Stoltz. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I'm proud to have teamed up with the American Cancer Society for their Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Now through the end of October, I'm raising money that will help save lives and fund groundbreaking breast cancer research, prevention, treatment, and crucial patient care programs. And it's easy to help. Just go to 953theticket.com or any of the Ticket Radio Network social media pages. Click on the link, and you can donate to the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. I'm also giving you an opportunity to win any number of great prizes, including a free limo for a night on the town, compliments of Crown Limousine, or a free pizza party from Lost Pizza. And it's all in the name of breast cancer research and awareness. Go to 953theticket.com or any of the Ticket Radio Network social media pages. Click on the link and donate today to help me raise money for the American Cancer Society and Real Men Wear Pink. When the forgotten poor are suffering and in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, the largest floating civilian hospital in the world, 
with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. Heroes of mercy like these. Every human being has the right to be treated as human, to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the look in the patient's eyes or the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. You bring hope and healing to one person, but that person belongs to a family, and that family belongs to a community. Together, these heroes of mercy and friends like you bring hope and healing to those who desperately need it. Thank you! Thank, Thank you. you! To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org today. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you. Right Fiber Hotline is open at 9303776. Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all the good ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can see if it is available in your neighborhood by checking at rightfiber.com. Let's go to the phones, check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Good. You? Pretty good, you know. Birthdays today, so uh, and then Cade just tomorrow. You got back to back birthdays uh, with uh, two people uh, closely associated with uh, Kenya. About that, who has a better birthday? Because you're celebrating yours on Mean Girls Day. I don't, I don't hey, know what's, Gr- I don't know what's ahead on October the fourth. Well, I tell you what, I'm disappointed in the celebrity birthdays that I'm celebrating with. It's not a, not a well, Gwen Stefani. Okay, yeah, I get it. You know, no doubt. Uh. Ooh, Katie, your birthday is National Cinnamon Roll Day. Interesting. Nice. Nice. Cade, your birthday is National Taco Day. So Taco Tuesday. Yeah. LeBron, he's he's going to uh, uh, patent out. It is also, tomorrow is National Golf Day. Oh, wow. Right down Cade's alley. Yeah, I don't know that I'll be playing golf tomorrow, though. Also, National Vodka Day. Oh, wow. There's a there's a lot going on tomorrow. Yeah, Today yeah. is just I'm sure there's other stuff going on today, but I refuse to acknowledge it as anything other than now Zach's birthday and then obviously Mean Girls Day. No doubt about it. Yeah. So are we celebrating the movie Mean Girls or just like the uh, the just Mean Girls in general? No, the movie. You know the scene where where he turns around and asks her what day it is, and she says it's October third. How about Nash- that? National <laughs> Mean Girls Day. I'm sick. Remember that part. Man, yeah, but I can't. I, I don't want to say what the response was on air. <laughs> my boss, my boss, might I like that one. I got you. I know. I know the line that follows that, but uh, unfortunately, we cannot. We cannot sit here and quote me no. girls all day. No, for Leave multiple that to the reasons. Imagination. Yeah, that's the imagination. But now I look at celebrity sports birthdays. I do celebrate one with Dennis Eckersley, former pitcher for the uh, Oakland A's, and he was with the St. Louis Cardinals for a brief period. Yeah, over Cy Young winner. And uh, Dave Winfield, those are the two, you know, high-profile celebrities I can uh, I can think of in the sports world that I so that I'm associated with. Uh, unfortunately, also on my birthday, guys, uh, O.J. Simpson got away with murder, October third, nineteen ninety-five. If it doesn't fit, you must quit. Okay. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, congratulations to uh, the Red Wolves. Good win over the weekend. You know what's crazy is that game there, uh, ULM and the uh, 
the game with Arkansas and Alabama, both those games were almost spot on with uh, total points, I think. Uh, Two-point separation there, 75 Arkansas, Alabama, and 73 with the uh, yes. ULM and Arkansas game, State game. Correct. So. Huh. I yep. didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Kate, how are you going to be tomorrow, by the way? 25? Uh, 26. You are too young to have to think about it for that long. Yeah. You should still know well, that. Like, I, I have to get out my ID and do the math, but you should still know. Yeah, I, I know. I, I guess the only big thing tomorrow is I can rent a car without paying a young renter's fee now, which actually, <laughs> which actually is good because there's sometimes I need to rent a car. You travel you a decent your, amount. You're so that's yes. Go down at 25, right? If you have a clean driving record. Uh, sure. I don't know. I believe it does. I, I believe Monday when I was 25, when I turned 25 after after 25, your your uh, insurance goes down some if you have a clean driving record, or it did whenever I, you know, back whenever I was 25, back in 2005, but uh. Anyways, uh, what are we talking about today, guys? Well, the question of the day, what did, what did you learn about A-State football from that win on Saturday? Oh, well, well I'll tell you, I really didn't, I mean, you know, they held down home field. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't watch the game. I was watching other, other stuff. But, uh, no, I mean, I'm glad they got a good win there, you know. Put some points on the board. Is that their high-scoring uh, game of the year so far? No, I mean they opened up against Grambling and just and beat them up pretty good. So that was what fifty-two to three was was the final in week one. So what are they averaging a game so far this year? Uh, I had stats pulled up while ago. Please don't make me add. I'm sorry, my bad. And by the way, Grambling was fifty-eight to three. So I apologize. Not only I, wow. I can't count or remember correctly. I do have stats pulled up here. So. 30, 34.6 points per game so far. Oh, nice. Nice. Pretty good. Little, yeah, pretty good little number. Not bad. Yeah. Um, did you watch the NFL this weekend? I, I did. I did not. I had a busy day yesterday, unfortunately. I well, I got, saw some highlights. And I, talked, I watched some of the Tampa and KC game. Aggravated the time, those 385 yards and three TDs. And they still end up losing losing by, uh, by 10. I'm not going to panic, though. It's you know, it's not January or February. Uh, I mean, he lost to, you know, the Packers and then lost to the Chiefs. You know, you lost to Rodgers and Mahomes. There's no shame in that. I think, I think they can kind of get it together before the end, don't y'all? I do. I, I again, the the key thing that you just mentioned there. It's just so early. So much is going to change yeah. between now and in Game 17 and then the playoffs. So there's there's so much that um, is going to continue to evolve. Yeah, yeah. I saw where two of those was enough, was on Rubber Lake Street again, wasn't he? He was uh, he. They've already they ruled for, him out for next week already. Yeah, he he may be done. I mean, if he if this keeps up, I mean, you keep having concussions like that, guys. That's not a good sign, is it? How many has he had in his career? I don't know, but he's had. I mean, he's had two in in the span of a week, which is awful. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is. He, the the wild thing about brain injuries, and I'm not a neurologist by any stretch of the imagination, you can have repeated head injuries and be fine. You can have one bad concussion and never get back to 100% again. The brain, we, we still don't understand the brain or anything even remotely about how it functions in situations like this and how concussions can change things for people. And that's why it's so scary. That's why it was so scary to see Tua back right. out there Thursday night is because we still don't necessarily understand um, how to best protect 
players in regards to football and, and safety and concussions and brain damage and CTE and all of that, we don't know. Right, right, yeah. I hate that for him. But uh, anyways, I'll ask you guys something else. I forgot what I was going to say. You know what's crazy is I did think about getting a seminar this morning, and I didn't know it was National Seminar Day. <laughs> That's, uh, that's tomorrow. God. That's tomorrow. So just a heads well, up. You can keep that in mind for tomorrow. Well, yeah, Kate's got like eight things to celebrate on his birthday. Yeah. Tacos and cinnamon rolls and vodka, and then there was something else. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, I think the Netflix documentary Redeem Team comes out this, this later this week. I think that ought to be pretty interesting to watch. You know, that, Was it the 08 Redeem Team? Was that what that was, Kate? Uh, yeah, I didn't even know there was a documentary coming out. Yeah, yeah it's coming out on Netflix. They're talking about it. Talking about when Kobe... They played Spain and Kobe uh, went over and, and I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that clip last week. I didn't realize that was coming out this week though. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, hey, congrats to Albert Pujols as well. But seven oh two now, tied with Babe Ruth as far as what career RBIs. Correct. Nice. Well, I tell you, Albert just keeps on making history, don't he? He does. Yeah. Anyways, well, hey guys, I hope Mark can call in and send me happy birthday later. See ya. See ya. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. We'll go ahead and hit pause here for a moment. Uh, you can think about your answer to the KavanaughCars.com question during the break. What did you learn from Arkansas State or about Arkansas State from the Week 5 winner over ULM? We'll be right back after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Attention members and guests. Live with the Red Wolves presented by Greenway Equipment returns Wednesday night from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head football coach Butch Jones along with the special player guest and listen along on 107.9 K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza Wednesday night at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by Crown Limousine. David Martin Office Interiors, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. At Mr. T's, they know football games start way before kickoff. And that's why Mr. T's is your tailgate party headquarters this football season. Get 30 packs of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light for just $20.95. And Bush and Bush Light 30 packs are just $19.69. Plus, Mr. T's has the largest selection of beers and wines from around the world, all at the best prices. So make the game-winning drive across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. David Martin Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Arkansas State and Northeast Arkansas. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, go to David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Desks, seating, cubicles, design layouts, space planning, and more. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross that finish line. Online at DMI office.com and next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. No matter the vehicle, when it's time to service your ride, go to the place that promises an honest job at a fair price at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Whether you're in a heavy-duty truck, a light truck, or a passenger vehicle, Purcell is home to the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires, plus free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hunter alignment machine. And every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just 
just $37.95. Call 972-TIRE and visit Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker in Caraway Road, Jonesboro. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford in Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. The A-State Red Wolves are right back on the home turf at Centennial Bank Stadium Saturday night, welcoming in Sunbelt newcomer James Madison. Kickoff is set for six, and the game is presented by St. Bernard's. It's band day as we welcome more than 500 visiting high school band members. It's also family day, and you can celebrate by taking advantage of special ticket promotions. Call 870-972-2781 or go to astateredbulls.com for more information. Pack the vault with your wolves up as A-State hosts James Madison Saturday at 6 p.m. There's this place, a place where everyone is just beautiful, where everyone is thin, healthy, and in fantastic shape. It's a place where the beautiful people can eat whatever they want, whenever they want, and never gain weight. Where pro basketball players slam dunk chicken nuggets, hard-bodied supermodels supersize their soft drinks, thousands of weight loss diets guarantee you'll shed those stubborn pounds in days. Don't believe us? Just flip on your TV, look up at a billboard, or scroll through your social media feed for proof that everyone and everything here is just perfect. Where is here, you ask? Well, welcome to the state of America. Welcome to Obesity USA. Population 115 million and getting bigger by the day. To learn more, go to visitobesity.org. That's visitobesity.org. Brought to you by the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Okay, so real talk. Is James Madison going to bring their band for band day? I'll be honest, I'm still learning about the Dukes. But when the JMU faithful, when you talk about them, that's one of the things they're super proud of is their band. Get this, the marching Royal Dukes have a membership of around 485. That's wild to me. Something tells me they're not going to put them all on planes because that's like, that goes from having to charter one plane to having to charter five. (laughs) But hey, if you're going to have a band day, invite JMU. Why not? Also, is it okay if I just call them Jimmy Mads this week? Because I just, that's that's what I'm calling them in my head. Hope that's all right. (laughs) Let's go to the phones and check in with David. How are you? I'm good. Their, Their band is really good. I would, I would imagine with, well, I would certainly hope so. They got a million, billion people in it. Yeah, watch, watch YouTube and watch a video of it. It's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, you were talking about the concussions just a while ago. Yeah. What do they? When I see these teams practicing with these pads over their helmets, mm-hmm. what, are, what are those meant to do? So those are called <laughs> guardian helmets, and they're used in the NFL. Um, in in uh, in certain position groups. So any of the impact position groups, 
they're asked to wear those. And, of course, they do that a lot um, in college football as well, like A-State practices in in the Guardian helmets. Uh, they are just supposed to help for he, help mitigate head injury. Um, I don't know so what... Why don't why they wear them in games? I don't know. You know I'm, I'm just thinking about that quarterback you're talking about, these concussions, if they're prone to concussions, if that's what it's supposed to keep from happening. I don't know why they don't just start wearing them in the game to protect the player. Yeah, there's... They can help reduce the, the number of concussions, but I, I think... We're going to get into an area that uh, quickly in this conversation, David, that is far, far out of my areas of expertise. But when a concussion happens, you've got two things that that happen at the same time. You've got the impact of of the skull hitting whatever it hits. So let's say the turf. But then you've also got the impact of the brain hitting the skull. You right. can you can mitigate. You can help with the skull to turf impact. I still don't know what you can do to help with the brain to skull impact. Well, I mean, I just, I just figured they're wearing, they're wearing for some reason in practice. Yeah. And it's got to be that it helps prevent injury. I don't understand why they don't just do it in the game if they really work. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if it'll protect against all concussions, but they, they must serve some kind of purpose. I don't know why they're just wearing them in practice. Yeah, I don't. I guess just to, you know, maybe to test and see what kind of data you can get uh, from from practice and see if that data is is positive enough to to help you. To, to push you towards doing that full-time? Right. Well, what I learned about the team Saturday night is I think we're a much better team in all three phases of the game. Uh, now, I don't know if we're enough better to beat a lot more teams this year, but I think we're so much better than last year's team uh, on special teams, offense and defense. Yeah. I mean, the, Just, uh, the statistics certainly show proof of that through five games. It does. Now, I'm, I'm concerned like you are about, you know, we re- tried to run the ball up the gut so many times, and it seems like almost every time we ended up in a three- or four-yard loss. Um, I think that's something they, they either need to stop doing or they need to fix whatever the problem is. Yeah, I'm – you know, you go in and, and not to always bombard people with numbers, but I, I do like to look at numbers. You know, Saturday night – a-State averaged 1.9 yards on first down. That's 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 not enough. You need to be in that, I mean, at least north of three. So that way you put yourself in better second and, and third down situations. Now, A-State was completely able to extend drives, partly because of how well James Blackman played and, and how well he threw the ball right. on third down. But you can't count on that all the time. You can't count on always having success on third down because that's the exception and not the norm. And and looking ahead, well, by the way, to David the next week, James Madison has a phenomenal defense. They are great at oh, yeah. just about everything. But I think uh they're particularly good on on rush defense where they lead the nation and they are very, very, very good on third down defense as well where they're a top five or a top ten team. Well I think everyone in the stadium knew what the play was going to be on first down every time. And uh, and then when number seventeen goes in the game at quarterback, everybody knows what the play is going to be because uh, it's just the same thing over and over again. I really wish if they're going to use the backup quarterback in those situations, they would would do a little tight end across the middle or something, let him do a little jump pass because everybody knows when he comes in the game, he's going to run it. Yeah, he did have a pass yeah. attempt Saturday. 
Did he? I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. I'll, I'll be honest. I think it was when I was setting up for, for Wolfhound, so I did not see it. So I, I don't remember how that play unfolded, but it's it showed up in the box score today. Well, I think Blackman's doing really well. And, of course, the little running back that did so good. And I think that kid from Ohio State really goes. We, I wish we could get the kid from Oregon State involved. Yeah, Champ Flemings has been sidelined. Um, you know, he's been hampered a little bit. We saw him Saturday out there more on third down than anything else. But just, if he gets healthy again, then that that just so dramatically changes what this offense can do. Yeah, well, I think the I think the running game up the middle could open up if they they would every once in a while throw a pass on first down. Because I just think I think the other team knows what the first play is going to be every time. Everybody in the stadium does. Mm, let's see. A-State, it looks like on Saturday, looking at how first down went, uh, the Red Wolves threw it 20... No, 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 no. The Red Wolves ran it 22 times. They threw it seven times. Okay. All right. Well, that's more than I thought. That's more than I remembered. Yeah, it's still about, anyway, I mean, I you're still looking at about a 75%, 75-25 run pass on first. Do you know what the attendance was? 18 and some change. Okay. 18-172. It looked like a small crowd to me. It felt small, but uh, they were very vocal, and I thought the atmosphere was really good. Well, good. All right, that's all I had. Check check on those pads over the helmets. I, I, that's, I'm curious about that, why they're all wearing them in practice but not in the games if they protect players. Sure. It's a good question as to why you wouldn't want to uh, continue to do that in the regular season. David, we appreciate the phone call today. Thank you. He leaves the phone lines open at 9303776. Looking around here for a quick moment at uh, what else happened across college football over the weekend. We almost had the most shocking upset of the season which is fun as all the stun belt stuff was in week two. I mean, I don't know what would have possibly topped a Mizzou winner over, over Georgia, but um, ultimately that did not happen. However, it was enough to move Georgia back in the AP poll a spot as now Alabama is, is back up to, to number one. Um, I, I don't know if I was necessarily terribly surprised that Oklahoma lost because it was going to be a little bit hard for them to keep up that momentum with a coaching change, but it was a little bit of a shocker that they got they got pummeled. Um, not to bore you with stories from my personal life, but I got up Saturday morning and, and my television provider was in a spat with Disney and ESPN. So I had very limited college football watching options on Saturday, but I do have a, an antenna. So I turned on, was flipping through the major networks and looking at the games there and they were all trash because they were all just so lopsided. One of them was Oklahoma TCU. And I was, uh, I think I was just frustrated that, that yes, I had games to watch and they were just not enjoyable. I mean, Oklahoma is, uh, I, it's, it's wild how fast, you know, fan bases will turn on their head coaches now and, and already they're mad at Venables and he's just been there five games. And that's just kind of the way of the, the college football world in this day and age uh two big storylines from the weekend that are that are both unfortunate wisconsin now on the hunt for a new coach which you you go in and look at the win-loss record there and it's just kind of mind-boggling that that would make a change especially to pay 19 and a half million dollars yeah. to make a change if you're paying that much money you have to know without a shadow of a doubt 
that what you have coming in to coach your team is going to be better. And I don't know if any place right now in college football that is going to pay north of a $10 million buyout can say that without a shadow of a doubt, especially in this day and age where our attention spans are so short and the pressure to win and not just win quick, not just win, but win quickly and win in an emphatic matter. When, when that pressure is so high, you're not guaranteeing that you're going to be better than somebody you paid $19 million to get rid of. And, and that just blows my mind. That was a big storyline from the weekend is now we're up to six coaching vacancies in college football. And then unfortunately, another one, I mean, there were just all kinds of quarterbacks all over the place getting beat up and, and having to leave games from, from uh, of course, what we saw in, in Arkansas and Alabama. I don't think either one of those guys were able to finish. Were they in Young or, or Jefferson? Uh, in that contest, you had yeah. Dylan. KJ Jefferson's a concussion protocol. This okay, week. okay. Yeah. So that's a big storyline there. Bryce Young went out of that game uh, in the OU in the uh, OU and TCU game that I was referring to a moment ago. Dylan Gabriel went out due to injury in that one. Um, so that was a huge, huge storyline in week two. But I guess uh, looking at today's AP poll, there is one positive to talk on. Kansas is finally ranked. Our long national nightmare is over. Finally, the respect they deserve. Clocking in in this week's Associated Press Top 25 poll at number 19. Them and Syracuse both. Yeah. It's, it's, That's a throwback. It's very interesting to look around this year and look at who is undefeated. You have teams that are expected. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson. You have teams that certainly have capabilities to go on a good run when they've got good talent. Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Penn State. You have new coaches in new places doing big things, like at USC. And then you look around at the other undefeateds, and it's TCU and UCLA and K-State and Syracuse. And uh, James Madison in Coastal Carolina. That's wild. But that's what we get sometimes in, in college football. So, again, it's a short list already of undefeateds, and one of those is going to be rolling into Centennial Bank Stadium on Saturday. So, looking ahead, um, it, it is going to be football weather, and it's going to be beautiful. But uh, let's go ahead and take one more break here. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. This month's deals are Halloween steals at local tire and wheel. And y'all, let's be real. It's spooky. It's downright scary to be driving around on unsafe tires. So treat yourself to a new set of tires from local tire and wheel. Where there are no tricks, just great deals and great service. And this month, $5 gets you started on in-stock passenger tires. So $5 out of pocket today equals four new tires on your ride. Plus, local tire and wheel has six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need a longer term, local tire and wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus no credit check and everyone approved. And they now offer a SEMA. And this month's deals are Halloween steals at local tire and wheel. $5 gets you started on in-stock passenger tires. Plus six months, same as cash. Payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local tire and wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search local tire and wheel Jonesboro. Hey. 
Hey, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Are you looking for riverfront property? I have it. What about hunting land? I have that too. And if you want property to build a home on or even a getaway place in the country, I have that too. Whether buying or selling, I specialize in all types of properties in all of Northeast Arkansas. Let me put my 34 years of real estate experience to work for you. Call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159. And be sure to check out my website at United Country Ozarks. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812. 12 Pizza Company. I was having problems growing grass in my yard. Tried all remedies. Nothing. Finally, Richard Groves from Branching Out Tree Service said my trees weren't allowing grass growth. What? They needed trimming. And yep, trim back the trees, more grass. If you have problem growing grass or you need a tree consultation, contact Richard for a free estimate 870-847-6040 847 and he will treat you right. Branching out tree service. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-934. 1907. East Arkansas broadcasters, locally owned, locally operated, and locally focused. And just like NEA Baptist, East Arkansas Broadcasters cares about our community. The annual Walk to End Alzheimer's event will be held Saturday, October the 15th at Arkansas State University's Heritage Plaza Live. The walk begins at 9 a.m. And to register or for more information, you can log on to alz.org slash arwalk. That's what's coming up with East Arkansas Broadcasters and NEA Baptist. Healthcare for the next century. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Let's go right to the Right Fiber Hotline to catch up with Jeremy, who's been waiting patiently through the break. Jeremy, how's it going? Doing well. Uh, by the way, apparently there's a uh, couple of us out there by the same name that listen because. I heard another one call in on Wolf House yeah. uh, Saturday night, so nice job to him. Uh, what I was going to say is the word I described is refreshing. It is very refreshing to go to the stadium and, and watch a team that just looks like a competent football team and one that's not going to give up disastrous plays time and time again, one that's not going to beat itself. Now, there were some penalty issues, but I think part of that was I mean, there were a lot of penalties on – Louisiana Monroe as well, I think, 
it was a, a little bit of a flag happy crew. Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of that. But uh, really, really excited to see our progress. And the other thing is, is we're getting better. I think we're better now than we were a couple of games ago. Part of that, uh, Tavalence Hunt being back is a big, big deal. It, it really gives uh, teams something that they have to account for on the outside. And he had, I think, six catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. So yeah. a really good uh, first full game back for him. If we had champ to that, I think we can be a very, very decent offense. Now, we're not really explosive, but what we do is we don't make the critical mistakes. We take care of the ball um, and don't beat ourselves. So I look for more wins to come. I'm not sure how many, uh, but I am very, very enthusiastic about the direction we're heading. You look at, you know, what, what A-State has, has done, um, you know, in terms of, of – moving the football a-state is not really excelling right now in terms of some of the deep passes which for so many years it's interesting because that's what i kind of thought of james blackman is is doing is being that guy with the cannon but you go back to saturday night um a-state was he was four four in in terms of screen passes behind the line of scrimmage he was 14 to 17 on short passes he was nine to ten on mid-range passes so all of those small things you got to do to just kind of you know continue moving forward he was very, very good on those Saturday night. And on the flip side of not hitting a lot of, of deep balls, what we are doing, though, is we're executing in the red zone. And a lot of that's because we have an effective running game. You mentioned earlier 13 rushing touchdowns. Um, that, is, that is a difference. That's going to win you some close games. When you get the ball inside the 20, you need to put it in the end zone a, a large percentage of the time. And we're doing that right now. And I think we're 5-for-5 five five the other night. So, yeah. Um, Really encouraged there. I just want to encourage people. I mean, it's Victory Monday, and it's hard to not walk around with your, you know, chest puffed out and a smile on your face and be happy with your team. And let's enjoy this one um, while we can because they they've been few and far between over the last three years. But go ahead and make plans for Saturday night. This is a monster game for our program. This is a very good team coming to our stadium uh, on a national television audience on NFL Network. Uh, we need to look good on TV. We need to show recruits the progress we're making. And if we can win this game, it can seriously change the trajectory of our season. And I, I really think it is, is winnable. Now, we'll have to play well. We'll have to take care of the ball. We'll have to maybe get a couple of breaks. But it's there, and we need our crowd to be a factor in that. And that's all I got, guys. Hey, well said, Jeremy. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks. Bye. That's, uh, well... We could squeeze in one more phone call, but you'd have to talk real fast at 9303-776. He points out several things that, uh, you know, I didn't even think to mention. Yes, Arkansas State going 5-for-5 in the red zone. And not just 5-for-5, but all five of those being touchdowns was huge. Um, You look at red zone percentage and touchdown percentage, and that is significantly higher than last year, and we'll dive into that stat some tomorrow. Let's go back to the phones one more time before we call it a wrap today. Wade's with us. Hey, Wade. Hey, hello. Uh, Jeremy may be my favorite caller. <laughs> I, I like the sound like he uh, knew what he was talking about. I like his enthusiasm. I agree with everything he said. Um, you know, I, the weather's, I think, supposed to be really nice. Uh, we need to come out, uh, you know, have a good time. There's some good entertainment, some good food. See your friends, enjoy being outside for the first time in forever, you know, uh, not have to worry so much about COVID and things. 
if we play well, uh, we keep improving. We'll have every chance to win the game, but we'll have to play very well. You know, make plans to come out Saturday uh, and then see your friends and have fun, but also to be entertained. Go Red Wolves. Thank you, Way. Man, you guys got the time and going in this segment. It's a shame that the music's about to hit and, and we're going to call it a wrap. But, uh, look, we've got uh, so much already that, that you all have brought up today that I, I cannot wait to dive back into tomorrow, looking at uh, things like red zone touchdown percentage where Arkansas State is excelling this year. I want to talk more about special teams tomorrow. We'll have Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, with us tomorrow. We'll start throwing out some numbers about James Madison tomorrow. Also, tomorrow we're going to talk baseball. I got a little in my feelings this weekend, seeing Yachty and Wayno and Albert walk off that field together for the final time in a regular season game at Bush Stadium. And we didn't have time to talk about it today, but we are going to visit that conversation tomorrow. I hope that's all right. Hope you enjoyed today. I enjoyed today. And that was due so much to your calls and comments and texts and tweets. Thank you for participating in today's Workday Red Zone with us. That is a wrap, though. Keep it here as we've got Dan Patrick on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. Then we'll get back around to the Workday Red Zone tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.